740 gridlock alert on the West Beltway, both north and southbound. Southbound trouble spot is at Old St. Augustine because of a crash, but everyone's taking northbound to try to bridge that. And, well, you get stuck in those delays, and then I-10 delays, and then I-95 delays because of a crash just uh, past the I-10 split. We've got gridlock around Jacksonville like we haven't seen in weeks. We'll update weather and traffic straight ahead. We have some bad hombres here, and we're going to get them out. With continuing coverage of the road to the White House, WOKV political analyst. Analyst Rick Mullaney with Jacksonville University Public Policy Institute. The final presidential debate now in the books. I guess, how are we going to remember this debate? And as we look back, Rick, on the last three uh, between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump with some context. Well, if you're looking at the media, one of the big things, takeaways from last night, of course, is Donald Trump's response to the question on whether or not he'd accept the results of this election. Uh, That's making headlines around the country. And whether he's right or wrong in his claims about fraud and the system being rigged, Politically, I believe he's made a very big mistake because one of the things he needed to do last night was to change the narrative away from the allegations to him and the narrative onto the weaknesses of Hillary Clinton, onto some issues in which he has the advantage, and on changing for the future. So last night's debate, despite the fact that he had some good moments, particularly early, will be overshadowed by his response to the question of would he accept the results of the election. Was there enough substance covered? Um, I actually thought so. I thought Chris Wallace did a very good job dividing it into six areas, particularly early in the debate. You saw, uh, you saw a substantive discussion on the Supreme Court when you got to immigration. One of the things that was extraordinary, and this goes to, I think, maybe the lack of preparation and debating skills for Donald Trump, is that Chris Wallace asked three very specific questions of Hillary Clinton, one on open borders, um, one relating to Bill Clinton himself and whether that was worse than the um, – what it, the allegations against Donald Trump, and one relating to pay-for-play in the Clinton Foundation. She deflected all three of those. Donald Trump could not miss those opportunities. Those were sitting there right there for him. And so I do think, substantively, Chris Wallace did a pretty good job, and he also did a pretty good job of getting control of both the crowd and the candidates. Is there enough time for Trump to change a narrative in 19 days? It's going to be very, very hard for him, Rich. Very, very difficult. And I do think that's a big issue. Who controls the narrative? If you go back to the first debate on September 26th, this was virtually a dead heat. Tied in the polls, hard to believe, just three and a half weeks ago. Hillary Clinton in the first debate went on offense. Donald Trump was on defense. She not only controlled the narrative in the first debate, she also controlled the conversation in the weeks that followed. In the second debate, he rebounded, which a much better performance. But unfortunately for him, with all the allegations coming from various women, he was not able to control that conversation. Last night, he needed to win that debate decisively. And he needed to change the conversation for the last three weeks. I don't think he quite got there. WOKV political analyst Rick Mullaney with JU Public Policy Institute. And we'll keep the conversation going starting at 9 with Herman Cain, rush noon to 3. And a bleary-eyed Sean Hannity who took the red eye back from Vegas to New York overnight will be here 3 to 6.